your bitch, you fat motherfucker. Westside, bad boy killers. You know, you know who the realest is, niggas. We bring it to First off, fuck your bitch in the click you claim. Westside, when we ride, come equipped with game. You claim to be a player, but I fucked your wife. We bust on bad boys, niggas fuck for life. Plus, Puffy tryna see me weak, hearts I rip. Biggie Smalls and Junior Mafia, some mark ass bitches. We keep on coming while we running for your juice. Steady gunna keep on busting at the boots. You know the rules. Little Caesar, go ask your homie how I leave you. Cut your young ass up, leave you in pieces. Now be deceased. Lil' Kim, don't fuck around with real cheese. Quick to snatch your ugly ass off the streets. Hey man, you smell that? What you smell? Is we starting? Is we starting? Yeah, we starting, but smell what? Smell like up dog. Fuck is up dog. Nothing, nothing. Anyway, uh, what's that? <laughs> 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 It, it was I was I was trying to go somewhere with that, but it failed. So yeah, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'll put you on the, on the list with the other bad joke telling motherfuckers. Huh? I ain't still joke. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, welcome everybody to another exciting episode of Nice with the Roundtable Podcast. Happy New Year! First episode of the New Year. We welcome y'all. We're gonna give y'all what y'all looking for this episode, like we do always. <clears throat> Going around the table, clockwise. I got. Coach Hall of Famer Raleigh, how you feeling? Pimpin', pimpin'. There it is. There it is. Engineer extraordinaire Curtis. What's good? What's good? What's good? Right. Studio facilitator Ant. Resident DJ. Hello. All right. Dr. Harris. Howdy. Look at all those new titles. The conscious of the good group, Ian. What up? Happy to be here. All right. And me, I'm James. So, how you, how you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. I'm better, man. I'm, I'm, I'm healthy now, man. Uh, Fought the flu, whatever that was. It's down bad. I'm doing better than uh, <laughs> um, man. I think y'all already know we're gonna talk about this episode, huh? We, that's what you was talking about. You nah, sick? Nah, 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 it was, it was, it was, it was, it was supposed to be another reply that I was looking for, and it ain't happened. So, ain't nobody ever heard yeah, it's all right, it's all right, it's all right. Hold on, before we go, what is up, dog, man? Huh? What is it? Okay, so all right, so let's try this again. Let's try this again. You gotta explain it first. I can't explain it because if I explain it, it's gonna get a joke away. No, it's just, so it's like you know, ain't you got, no fucking joke. <laughs> it is a joke. <laughs> right. nobody don't know what you That's why we gonna let it go. We gonna let it go. <laughs> joke on you, nigga. Huh? It's, down, man. it's the opposite, like down cat. Nah, nah. Cat, that nothing. All right, so I'm gonna try it again. Okay. I'm gonna try it again to see if it hit. It's not going to hit. It might hit. It might hit. I got faith in it. We thought you were serious. We sniffing. So you're supposed to question it. You're supposed to question it. So I say, like, it smells like up dog. What's up, dog? Not much. What's up with you? Oh, okay. Oh, fuck. We all ass with. No, I. No, didn't nobody say that, though. Wait, wait, wait. Hold it. Try one more time. One more time. Man, it smells like up dog in here. What's up, dog? Not much, man. What's up with you? Oh! Yeah, all right. That was good. Appreciate it, man. Oh, Lord, I'm going to put that Didn't in my Didn't we say mind. that, though? No, I didn't nobody say it. 
Uh, we didn't say it with the correct uh, words, yeah, but we asked the same question. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we we asked it correctly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, took yeah, the question yeah. correctly. Yeah, it just was, you know. Anyway, uh, I think y'all know what we're going to talk about this episode. Edit that one out. You might do it. <laughs> no, nah, let that shine, man. I'm a, I'm a, I can take that one, man. Pause. Hold on, let me make sure. So it's up. Dog. Yeah. I want to make sure I write it down right. This nigga's still in jokes. <laughs> Come on, Cedric. Come on. <laughs> um, man, yeah, we about to jump right into it, man. Uh, by this time, y'all, have, if y'all haven't watched the whole two-hour, um, I don't know anybody that's actually sat through and watched the whole two-hour sitting. You did? Yeah, uh, I did. Um, Cat Williams was on Shannon Sharp's podcast, Club Shay Shay. Had a uh, interview that's been just about on every social media front, every social media platform there is, and Cat left no. It was a lot of victims. <laughs> I just say that. Big decision. It was, it, was, it was a lot. It was a lot of, lot of victims. Uh, earthquake, Ari Spears, Faison Love, everybody, everybody. Steve, Steve Harvey. Cedric the Entertainer, Lee the Black, Ricky Smiley, Michael Blackson, Michael Blackson, Kardashian, who? Kardashian, Jonathan Majors, Jonathan Majors. Uh, man, I mean, he just he just went on the tear. Gary Owen, I think he threw Gary Owen. He actually gave well, Gary Owen really, props. Not really. Yeah, he gave him props actually. Um, but yeah, yeah, man. Uh, Cat Williams was uh, talking about his time in Hollywood or Hollyweird and how he didn't sell his soul. Um, alluded to some Illuminati dealings. Ludacris. Ludacris. Luda. Who replied with a freestyle. But, the hand rap. but yeah, man, let's um man, let's let's uh let's 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 talk about it. Um basically the the, the one the one takeaway that I got from it, more than anything, was that Cat is a made man. You can't cancel him. He ain't got nothing to lose. First person I ever heard say, you know, uh, uh, was my father say, you know, most dangerous man in the world is somebody that ain't got nothing to lose. He's not backed by no corporate sponsors, don't have a machine behind him, anything like that. All his tours that he does are self-promoted. You know, the comedians that he does his tours with are, you know, some up-and-coming comedians or comedians that also like himself that don't have, like, any sponsorships or whatever. And they make, you know, considerable amounts of money on his tours. So he don't have to worry about trying to fit in with, you know, the elites when it comes to, you know, the comedian cliques. Um, We're going to pick apart this episode. We're going to pick apart that episode on this episode. Who want to go first with uh, they they take on when you first heard it? Ian? You you said you heard the whole thing. What what part of it stuck out to you the most, I should say? Oh, daddy, uh... In the midst of his rant, he also schooled Shannon on being an interviewer and and about digging deeper into questions that you ask some people and getting the truth. He also surprised and bummer us nigga because he thought he was about to do a regular interview and he pretty much said, fuck what you had planned. This is what we going to do. He, 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 went, he went Barbara cars. Walters on that nigga. <laughs> he, he tried to ask a question. That nigga went back into his rant and then got back to his question. Or he took his question, <laughs> took opportunity to, to shit on the nigga again with your new question. Didn't even matter what the question was. I'm going to shit on this nigga. 
Or I'm gonna bring it, bring it full circle to shitting back on this nigga. This dumbass question you ask. When ask me about daddy, I'm sending these niggas. That, that kind of shit. <laughs> that part was uh, that was probably the part nobody pays attention to. We, everybody sees him talking shit to them, but Shannon has to uh, learn that he needs to up his game and vet his shit a little better mm-hmm. and get some more control over his his goddamn show. Uh, I think it worked out great for him, though. Yeah, I mean, yeah, on the, yeah, yeah, on yeah the, that two million views. The, the money in the shit over there, no. yeah. he had seven million a day. The money in the uh, and the views, yeah. But the the art of it, the yeah. the the job, the whatever fuck, however you want the the technique of it, he he showed that nigga you wasn't you ain't as good as as you've been thinking you are, because. He kept telling you let these niggas sit up here and lie to me. <laughs> <laughs> and he was, see, he was mad, like he was mad at that nigga too. So yeah. he'd walk in that bitch and sit down and be mad at this nigga, have, have, have an issue with this nigga, and let him know it in the calmest, nicest fucking way I ever seen. Yeah. That nigga behave. Alliance with losers. That's <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> You Shay Shay. He treated you like Shay Shay, nigga. He treated you like Shay, and he treated you like a nigga named Shay Shay. Yeah, he uh, he did he did put on a master class on how to do an interview, and he became almost like he became the interviewer instead of the interviewee. Um, wasn't even no that wasn't even an interview. That was just a nigga talking shit. Yeah, he had Shannon had no control over the shit. And he only got his questions off because dude allowed him to get the shit off. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I didn't see I didn't see much of it, but you know, a couple of clips on the internet. Um, I don't know, like I, after it came out and all that, you know, all those clips that I saw, it's hard to really say what was true or not. Because a lot of it seemed true as far as like the joke still in and the, you know what I mean, all this other stuff that he was talking about because now people was posting all these old jokes that mm-hmm. people were still in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't... Uh, <coughs> even, but even still with that though, I'm like, okay, well, it's the, it's the, you made it a hot line, I made it a hot song type situation. You know what I mean? I, I think a lot of the jokes that were stolen just... The, the people who stole the jokes made the joke better, for real. No, but Kings of Comedy came out, what, 2000? And the, the jokes was told in 99, like, he stole, like, he was saying a joke before, before mm. then, like, this is yeah, 25 yeah. years ago. He's like... Yeah, that, the, the one, uh, the parallel parking joke that he was telling on Comic View, and then said took it and added the spaceship so, in. So, Cat Williams was on Comic View before Kings yeah, of Comedy yeah, came yeah, out? Yeah, so, yeah. it seemed like years. he came out later. Like, nah, or he, he just no. wasn't that big. He wasn't. He yeah, wasn't. He ain't on that. Yeah. We, didn't, we didn't know who he was until... That's the, that's the Money issue. Mike. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm was a, it Money Mike or was it... Uh, yeah, it was Money Mike. I saw him before. No, but he was kind of... Yeah, he, he was kind of had on uh, Comic View. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm a young and up-and-coming artist or comic. I got a... A great joke. I got some great joke, great material. That's my, my closer. You yeah. are here. You're up here. I'm down here. I'm working my shit. And <laughs> you take. You can take my shit on the Kings of Comedy and do the joke. But that's that's 
that's the issue. Like, I, the only thing to say to them is I was doing this shit on Comic View on TV. On TV, right. yeah. But this shit, it's not, a, it's not a new thing. Like, motherfuckers been doing this shit for the longest yeah. to young comics. They'll snatch your shit and go perform it. Because nobody... Uh, yeah, you're going to you have 30 people hearing your shit. Yeah. I'm going to have 100 million hearing so my shit. Before the internet and all the, all the comic shows, I can go see you mm-hmm. at... Whatever small the improv, not even the improv. I can go shit. see you at a fucking yeah, funny at a open funny at an open mic night, do a joke. Yeah. Like damn, that shit funny as fuck. Okay, let me. Uh, Fifty niggas in here. I'm about to go. I'm gonna go to Cincinnati and do it at my show. I'm gonna work on it. Take my shit to Cincinnati to an arena and do shit. And you sit at the house like damn, nigga. That's I came up with that joke. Damn, he done dap me up and everything. Thirty motherfuckers <laughs> like damn. I heard so and so do it. Ain't no proof of this shit. Yeah. Now nah, it's my joke. So this shit, you took your my shit, and that's one of your best bits on King <coughs> mm-hmm. And now you you've continued to blow the fuck up. But nigga, you stole that shit from me. You tried to hinder me yeah. from 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 growing. And ain't never say nothing about it. Like, yeah, that was a great joke. I love y'all like I know y'all love that joke. I I got that one from my boy Cat. Not gonna say that shit. No, 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 you can't do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause that, that take away the originality. Well, you know what I'm saying? Like his allure. Cause it's like now, it's like as a comedian, you get up there and give props to another comedian. It's like, okay, well, what, what about the rest of your jokes? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, it was another. It was another. I guess it was a skit. You could say it was a show called Designing Women. <clears throat> My mother used to watch. By Manisha. By Yeah, and that show was like the '80s, like '88, '89, or whatever. Yeah. And the the one guy character on the show was doing the, the By Initials joke, and then. Said did the, the joke in what was it, verbatim. Two, yeah, like yeah, verbatim in two thousand. Y'all see the one with the little kid? I mean, not the little kid, the young, the young kid that was on uh, Apollo, I think. Mm-hmm. And he did the stuttering. Bernie yeah. and Bernie Mac took the stuttering. That, that, so the stuttering joke when he oh, was like yeah. talking about yeah, he yeah, talking about kid. the bus driver. Yeah. yeah, it was a kid that was on a, Apollo that did that same joke. Wow, wow. Yeah. wow. But I, that's what I was gonna say. I think I, it, it, it kind of reminds me like in, in, in my in my profession right like people borrow from other people um, even in, in the world of academia when you write your paper when you publish and research you start by talking about what's already out there it's, and there's no shame in that and I think I think the rub is if you take somebody's stuff and you know that's their stuff right and you know you got it from now right and then and then you are disingenuous as presented as your own. Um, you know, in the case of what the, the, the driving joke was said, man, that was a, <clears throat> by the time said told it was a different joke. The only thing that was the same with it were the mannerisms, right? But I mean, the premise of the joke was, was completely different, you know, and I, I think, I mean, you know, I mean, that's, that's, that's how you play. A good plagiarizer knows. He's like, yeah. I'm gonna take your instruction, just tweak a little bit. I mean, he, yeah. he had a mindset that well, plagiarizer is not giving the credit. True. But he didn't. He didn't construct a joke. We had to talk about plagiarism once before. <laughs> Me and you did about somebody. Yeah. <laughs> nah, yeah, it's, I don't know, man. I, I, I one of I, one of the one of the the I think I'm not gonna say it was it was the only thing that stuck out to me, but um, the Steve Harvey story about oh. when Cat um, was at the the mall and his sons went up to Steve and tried to get an autograph. Did y'all did y'all hear that? Yeah. 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 So like, so Cat's kids went up to Cat's sons went up to Steve Harvey. He was at some mall, tried to get an autograph or what have you. And Steve told the kids like, "I'm not doing autographs or whatever." 
and the kids came back to Cat and was like, he said he's not doing autographs, and you know, tell him whose son you are, whatever. Mm-hmm. He goes to Steve, the kids go to Steve and was like, our daddy is Cat Williams. And then Steve was like, who the F is Cat Williams? Mm-hmm. And then it was kind of like, okay, like that's that's how you, like by that time, I think he had done the Money Mike thing or what have you. And then where um, Steve was doing the show in Detroit at some arena, and it was being billed for like you know a couple of months or whatever, and then he couldn't even sell out the whole show. So Steve had it, Steve ended up reaching out to Cat and was like, "Hey, I need help, you know, selling out the show." Hmm. And Cat was like, "Okay, I help you sell it out, but I'm, I need to be on the bill. Hmm. And not only do I need to be on the bill, it need to be billed as Cat versus Steve." That's where hmm. he was talking about where he went in on Steve Pause, and he started talking about the man unit. And exposed them and just like eviscerated them in front of like twenty thousand people. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, so it it was a lot of st- like it's it's been multiple stories about Steve Harvey being like disingenuous and you know like being a prick to a lot of folks and. But 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 in Steve's <clears throat> defense on the Detroit matter, hmm. you can go and look. I mean that wasn't a secret. That was a thing. They were on the Jamie Foxx show. It's on YouTube because hmm. Jamie Foxx and his. Uh, Crew, man, they took they took Cat to town. You know, he had the whole little video uh, or whatever commercial uh, promoting it and all of that stuff. And really, man, the whole thing is 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 weird to make a big thing of because it was just comedians doing comedian stuff, right. right? It wasn't a real like you know, it was comedians doing comedian stuff to sell tickets to you know, Cat bring a little bit of WWE with him with his, mm-hmm. with his. You know what I'm saying? You know, and. Uh, Steve said, like, you, I mean, you can see it. He's like, look, whatever, man, I, I ain't with all of that. I'm glad it's enough money for all of us out here. We're going to make some money. You know, he can say all of that stuff, but the most, uh, uh, almost verbatim, I'm quoting him, he said the most intimidating words in show business is, you're on next. So basically, Steve said, I'm going to go out and be as funny as I always am. I ain't recycling no jokes. I got brand new jokes. I'm dropping a DVD with different jokes that I'm bringing to Detroit. God bless the young man, but I'm finna kill the crowd, and then he got to do whatever he got to do when he came out. And clearly, the footage is also that that cat came out and did just that, like it was nothing. I don't. Did he retire him? You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. You know, from stand up. I mean, I don't. You know, I mean, probably played. Probably played a hand in it. You know. I, I mean, I, it, it depends. Like if you, anybody who say cat even said this, if you act like you didn't want to get on TV and you ain't want to make that money, you lying. Steve making that money. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure he loved being a comedian and a stand-up on the road, but he making some he making such money that he don't have to really do that. Then he had another wife or two or whatever, so he probably been trying to be a family man. I guess I don't know. I, don't, I mean, I don't I don't care. I don't I don't care to argue about people who. Oh no no it's not it's not no, I'm not arguing. It's just you know it's just when you it, it's like I said there's been so many stories from like. Multiple folks that have that have that have told like how Steve moves behind the scenes and yeah, how he treats. I heard about all of those. I didn't pay attention to the Mr. Coop, the Mr. Mr. Coop. Mr. Coop. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't even like. I didn't know they were. I didn't know that they. He had been working with them. Just and then look fast forward and look at the at the show to see well, it. I, did you see the interview with Mark Curry? Yeah, I yeah. saw. I saw yeah, a bit. Yeah, I saw a little yeah. piece of that. You know, he 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 followed him at the Apollo <coughs> too, right? Like you know, Cooper was the original yeah. host, and then <coughs> yeah, shit, yeah. It's, it's 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 crazy, man. Like how how all you know, like Cat <laughs> Cat dropped the nuclear bomb, like on the whole comedy game, 
and then you just start seeing everybody start coming out, you know, with the little like Cedric's replies. He could have kept that, you know what I mean? Like I'm a grown man, like it, okay. I mean, you stole a joke, man. Just take it on the chin, you know. Uh, everybody replied. Everybody, everybody, Eric Spe- Spears replied. Okay. And, but it wasn't even nothing that was like warranted for him. Like everybody <laughs> trying to cash in, bro. Yeah. Like, the whole the whole thing was to make money. Let's be clear, right? Mm-hmm. That's like that's all. The, he he gave everybody a chance to get some more of the fifteen minutes of fame. He made everybody a lot of money to be relevant again. Yeah, that's what it was like. Some it's it's kind of almost like an evil genius move where you know I'm a all y'all been quiet for so long. You know Dave, Chris, and Kevin have been the most instrumental. And, and commu- Tiffany Haddish. Yeah, she true. may not be your cup of tea, but man, she out there. Well, out, yeah, for DUIs, well, but. Saying, uh, <laughs> But no, like I'm saying, like, you know, you got, like, he's he's made people, like, you ain't heard from Mike Epps in a high second. You ain't heard from Aries Spears in a high second. Mike been dropping Netflix specials, man. He ain't saying nothing and, about Mike Epps. And he's on tour right now. That's what I'm saying. Like, Mike, Epps, Mike <clears throat> Epps, like, when he put that little post out there on uh, IG, it was like, what's, 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 your, what's your purpose? What's your angle? Yeah. Like, you just trying to, you, you trying to be included. And Mike Epps was not funny in stand up. Like, I'm sorry. He just, he's one, he's one of those comedians where he's good if he got a script in front of him. That's it. But if you put him on stage, trash. He was here several years ago down at um, Playhouse Square. Mm-hmm. He came out there on a unicycle with a with a Cleveland sports jacket and had like all these different. And first 15 minutes, terrible. Terrible. And mm-hmm. I know, uh, got up and walked out. And by the time I got up and walked out, got to the, the top of the aisleway. I look back. It was like 15 people behind us, like walking out. People just walking out, and he was making like, "Look, I don't care, y'all walk out, y'all don't know that." I was like, "All right, man, whatever." But yeah, I got my money. Now. Yeah, 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 yeah. I wouldn't have walked out. Not as much as tickets cost. Yeah. Um, I've been insisting. Hey, dance or something, bro. Give us, give us, give us the updates of sports games. <laughs> <laughs> Do something. Maybe sing. <laughs> um. Did anybody catch uh, Dave Chappelle's new comedy special? Of course. Nah, I didn't watch it yet. I yeah. watched it. Yeah, I watched it. You, what, y'all, what y'all think? Dave Chappelle. <laughs> the opening joke. The opening joke was was classic Dave. Dave Chappelle. The way he set that up, man. Like him, like him. It's 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 unicorns in the game, and Dave and Cat are two of them. That. Again, like I said before, they don't need any kind of corporate sponsorship. They don't need any kind of, you know, machine behind. Them. I mean, when Dave got Netflix, but you know, Cat gets his his specials as well. But that 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 special to me, like, further show why Dave is, you know, he 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 pulled ahead because everybody try to group comedians together. Like, oh, you got such and such as a legend. They call Kevin Hart a legend. They call all these other cats legend. I They're feel legends, like bro. You Dave, gotta give them their props. Dave pulled ahead of, of everybody with this special. That's all I'm gonna say. I can't I can't call Kevin Hart a legend. And that's no that's no hate, that's no malice or anything. I just I just can't call him. I mean, he, I mean he's he's not he's not he's not I I'm proud of him for being a, a black entrepreneur and having his own brand, his network and doing so on and so forth. God bless him. I'm glad he's doing all of that. But his his comedy style again, he was here several years ago and the Plastic Cup Boys his opening acts all of them dudes was funny at that time like all of them that came on had me laughing but then it was like when he came on it was like 
like maybe like one or two of those. Like his his comedic his his comedy style doesn't evolve. It's like the same set each and every single time with just different characters. I mean, I, that's it's hard to that's, stay funny, yeah, man. It's, it's, but that's I mean, that's, it's also your opinion too. So that's true. That's true. I think I think when people talk about him being a legend, it's it's everything included. <clears throat> like you know, what I mean, he, he he's done stand up, he's done movies, um, he's been successful. You know, as far as those go, as far as the the, the, the money, mm. you know, um, where he started to where he is now. Mm. You know, uh, him, uh, you know, bringing his people up, and you know, he's shit, damn near. If you if you look at what's what's what he's done. Mm-hmm. He's kind of LeBron-esque. Is that who you want to use right now? This? I'm just, I'm saying, <laughs> you're looking, looking up where he, where he, bringing his boys up. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, the, the, the money that he's been able to make, uh, the influence that he kind of has. Okay, now that's better. Okay, I got you. That's what I'm saying. Okay. I'm not saying, like, he was the chosen one coming out and all that shit, but... Uh, I'm saying in that in that aspect. He, didn't he say it was the plant though? Didn't they say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Can't call him a plant. <laughs> but even that, like, they bringing the boys up. But what? What? Yeah, they haven't taken off or anything. But yeah, like I give Doom more because he's been nineteen. This nigga said nineteen one hundred city tours. Who? Cat. Yeah, he's been on nineteen one hundred city tours. Damn. And he has usually has the uh, a similar cast the Camac- the Camacho Lunel yeah. the Red Grant. Then I've seen other yeah. people say, "Dude took me on tour with him, and I got X amount of bread, and I'm I didn't change like nigga." That's yeah. even if I don't, and I've seen them get little specials on shows on on TV yeah. and shit, and you see you see them get a little shine for whatever reason. They don't it don't take the fuck off. But they get the shine. But if I even then, even still, you get nineteen, <laughs> one hundred. You get one hundred shows, nineteen years in a row. Yeah, but I don't even know if that's a year. Right. That's, so we nineteen start, separate instances. Yeah, yeah. Of, yeah nineteen times. That's hundred cities. He's been rocking for. Yeah, that's nineteen. That's nineteen hundred shows that I didn't get all got for opportunity. If you can't make, yeah. if it don't pop for you in nineteen hundred uh, tries, it's not me. It's not <laughs> my fucking fault. Like I'm, at, my shit is sold out every fucking time. My shit is sold out nineteen hundred fucking times. <laughs> <laughs> You've had nineteen sold out shows without any there. marketing, without any yeah, promotion. To go out there and perform, mm-hmm. and you just can't make it. What the fuck else can I? <laughs> like when people last seen Kevin Hart talking talking trash about he ain't putting nobody on on the, uh, the ESPN shit. Like, talking about who ain't putting nobody on Cap? Yeah, like nineteen. I give you a nineteen hundred sold out shows. Lunell just had a special density. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's kind of disingenuous. I mean, I don't know. I, I, and again, but it's, it's, it's all a bunch of entertainment, and we're still we're entertaining it. And we, ain't, I ain't getting shit off this goddamn deal. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, fuck y'all problems. I'm about ready to steal y'all shit now, nigga. <laughs> Figure this shit out. If, this, if that's what the fucking... 
it's it's a bunch. It's a dirty, it's a dirty game. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how. Come. I'm, I'm gonna give you my top comedians right now. Trevor Noah. From the Daily Show, or it used to be uh, the Daily Show. Uh, Dead or Alive? No, just right now. Okay. Just right now, kicking. <clears throat> He's not necessarily my top guy, but he in my top. Mm-hmm. Uh, in no order, I should say. Michael Che. Killer off of uh, Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. Carlos Miller. That might be my favorite right now. Los is a fool. And uh, I'm going to just say that whole, the whole All Death Roast Me squad... And that element, and then some of them do some stand-up that's pretty funny, too. Mm-hmm. To me, I think those, I mean, honorable mention, maybe, uh, Corey Holcomb. Um, he had a he had a really funny special. but I, I And he's been funny for a long time. We talking about black comedians? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, black black comedians. Um, and, 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 and then, um, I don't know, when we talk about comedy, this is what I was thinking. And I think this is what Cat was trying to argue. I Before you be finish, is that, is, are you done with that list? Yeah, that's my list. It's a short list, man. No Dave? Excuse me. Up and coming. I didn't, okay, I didn't talk about right. okay. the Daves. And, I mean, you know, Dave, Dave is, to me, is the funniest okay. of the guys. All right. Uh, um, <clears throat> my question, I guess, after listening to Cat, should money be the measuring stick when we say who's a, who's a, who's a great comedian? Should, should money be the measuring stick? Should, should their past performance be the measuring stick? Um... Yes, funny is very subjective. Um, or should we measure it by like how many scripts, movies they've acted in, specials like their their, their broader net of work? Like how how do you measure? There is no measurement. That's why it's always subjective. Yeah, and always <coughs> like it's an argument as who's the f- just a, a good fighter for for talking about. That's all the fuck it is. Because I might like a comedian that that like what's what the fuck? What was your joke? Uh, up, up dog. Up dog. That might to some motherfuckers. That might be the funniest joke they ever heard. <laughs> Not yeah. this one. Whatever. Whatever it is. You don't know humor. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. So niggas, it's, it's it's a motherfucker that that likes satirical comedy. Uh, that somebody True. likes dumb lowbrow shit. What the fuck? Slapstick and yeah. Like I, how the fuck am I supposed to measure what the masses want? I know what the fuck I like. So what the fuck I don't like. So when you say is is money the 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 measuring stick for a successful comedian? Yeah. Is that how we rank the goat? Like is it's, it's kind of intertwined because you think about you gotta be on doing shows to make the money. Yeah. So if you nobody gotta, if nobody booking you, you ain't making money. Not yeah. necessarily. So so okay, let's take Eddie Murphy. He don't get thrown in as a king of comedy enough to me, but Eddie Murphy. Eddie did some stand up. Eddie, Eddie, Eddie was a stand-up comedian, but then Eddie hit pay dirt off SNL, and then he did what Raw and uh, Delirious, Delirious. and Delirious, mm-hmm. yeah. and he broke all the records and stuff. Is Cat funnier because he he had what I think he maybe he sold more uh, tickets to his show, or he recorded his show more, or is is Eddie funnier than 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 Richard Pryor, Red Fox, because his was at the box office. I mean, like, how? So when you start talking about like comedian goats, we we kind of get in. I, I don't know. I don't know if it was you or if it was Ian that said it when we was talking about basketball goats. Um, 
we can say like Mike is the goat. We can say LeBron is the goat. Yeah, Kobe is the goat. But then you think about like when you think the the greatest of all time. I, I know you didn't. Uh, but then you think about like we none of us never saw Will and Bill Russell play. I said, you know, YouTube is a wonderful thing. So like, but even like we've all seen Eddie stand ups. You know, been alive to be able to comprehend him. We've seen some of Richard Pryor's stand-ups, you know, as kids are, you know, growing up. Live on a sunset trip. Right? It's still before our term. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. But you still can't really grasp it because it's like you've seen somebody do a, a, a Eddie Murphy impersonation or a Ricky, I mean, or or Red Fox or, or, or one of you've you seen somebody, like, inspired by that. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of hard to catch the genius of it, like, when they were doing it then, when it was cutting edge, it's like right. if, the first, if you go and watch, I'm gonna get you sucker right now. It's funny, you are gonna laugh, but it ain't gonna it ain't gonna be nowhere near the laugh that we had like in eighty right, and eighty seven. Right, right. right. yeah, when it wasn't that, nothing man. like that on TV. <laughs> you, I, I would say, I would say that money could be one of the measuring sticks as far as like a successful comedian, because in order to like you be a successful comedian, you graduate from. Uh, Ian was saying like karaoke and then you go to like the Funny Bone the Improv you know the Laugh Factory to doing uh, the CSU Wolstein Center to the Rocket Mortgage to you know what I'm saying the Staples Center like you start you, you start going to like okay. big steps like that so like Kevin Hart essentially is a very successful comedian he's sold out arenas around the, around the world technically you know now when you but I think that's different though. That's what I'm saying. Like, 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 just how they like how how, how LeBron fans <laughs> try to put his impact and him being uh, all this pressure since he was like 17 to 18. Mm-hmm. No, we talking about who's the best basketball player. Yeah. But like I'm focusing on your achievements of playing basketball. All that other stuff is great, Rob, right. but. Yeah, that's that's a different conversation. Yeah. So, when you, you, all the money Kevin Hart made, yeah, yeah. I think that's different than saying if you put you're the if, best comedian. If you're you in the top movie, you're you, going to sell out a stadium. You put all of these comedians. don't make you funny, though. I tell you what, if you put all of these comedians, you put Eddie, you put Kevin Hart, Chappelle, Cat, and Chris uh, Rock. Chris Rock. You put all of them together. And then, like, who's jokes? Out of those five, who's Ooh. jokes? Hit the hardest. Now, as we sit here in this room, <laughs> as we sit here in this room and we talk, you might say Chris Rock. You know, what I'm saying you might say Eddie. You might say Dave. You know, that's there. There, there are two comedians out of that entire five lineup whose jokes like hit more. But then again, for the most part, our sense of humor is on a certain level are the same. But then there are certain things that we don't find funny. That's like okay, like when we was talking about the Kevin Hart uh, ESPN thing. Yeah, we all, yeah, I, I didn't think, think that was funny. I didn't think it was funny. I either. think it's you great. Know? I think they Thank all you. funny. And they all like like it was a desperate it was a desperate plea to show that like you it was a desperate pre it was a desperate plea to be like, okay, we, we could still come back against Cat, but it also made you look corny as well. Cause it's like yeah. it just wasn't funny. It was it was, it was like it was like, they, they kept going, they kept going, they kept milking it. of Atlanta shade, but it wasn't funny. Like you're a comedian, I wanted you to really, you know. But yeah. I, what he said on ESPN was funny though. What was that? Uh, somebody asked him, said, uh, who, who's the heavy cat that be on Kendrick there? Kendrick Perkins. Yeah, Kendrick Perkins was like, said something. He was like, oh, why you, why you get mad at me? Cat Williams said something for two hours busting your chops. You ain't say nothing to him. Oh, yeah, when you talk about the circus and thing. It, yeah, that was funny to me. 
I mean, I, it was witty. It was a one-liner, like things yeah. like that. Like if you hit with like a one-liner, you 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 want it done. Okay, cool. But it was like the the, the, the plastic cup boys, they're better than that. So it was like they kept going in, and it's just like <laughs> I thought it was funny. Maybe they're not. <laughs> I mean, apparently they might not be. I mean, <laughs> or maybe that's their brand. It's, it's all subjective, so, so, so man. Subjective. Like it's all, it's all, it's I all mean, what you like and what you, you know what I mean? Like yeah. you can't. It's a, you can't you can't tell me what's funny to me, <laughs> right. like, and that's all it is. So it's so what because there are so many uh, options mm-hmm. for a quote unquote goat of comedy, mm-hmm. like you, it, it, there can't be one. The reason I think is funny. I think the funniest thing is when they be t- putting some truth in it. Yeah, and all they stuff was. Stuff he just said, like I ran the fastest forty. And, I mean, I, 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 I appreciate what they did. It just didn't make me laugh. You yeah, know what I'm saying that. And, and you had your boys you know, back. You, you, I thought it was good. It just didn't make like. And I, I feel like way about a lot of comedians, though. It's some comedians that like. I just felt like wasn't heady enough. It just yeah. It was just like okay, like you okay. We get it. Like I feel like. I mean, it was probably set up for uh, Perkins to ask that, yeah. but uh-huh. that but but it just seems like. That's something that they would be sitting in the basement, like after hearing talking about, like, like this nigga that said he done did everything known to man. Like yeah, this nigga yeah, ran a he ran a three nine forty. He ran ten thousand books. Six years old. Translated for his pants, missionary. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Lefty, man, I ain't never make the news or nothing. Like. Man, I left home when I was 13, $2,500 from cutting grass with a puppy. That shit wild. What you want to add? Yo, uh, yo, 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 your cousin caught a stray. Oh, man. Yeah, we didn't anybody throw his name in there. Yeah. yeah. Ricky. Your cousin caught a stray. You want to talk about it? You want to defend him? <laughs> oh, man. No, I mean, like, um, I ain't never seen a man broke down. No, Fixing a couple no, folders. It wasn't over there. Cube sound of broke down though. Did you see the Cube's one? Cube hit a lot of realism in, in that. When yeah, you talking about, he was talking about shaking when he was talking. <laughs> yeah, I think he was I think I mean he didn't like uh he didn't like dispute a lot of stuff. He kinda he kinda co signed a lot of what He co signed a lot of it and he he disputed like one thing. So, like you said, like he probably did audition to be. Yeah. Uh, I think everybody's yeah. saying that's true. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even but he even, changed the whole show. You know, when he got with um, it was Cat Turn. He just flipped it upside down, in which he said everybody said right. he was a, he was a better person to do. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So makes sense, man. No, yeah, it was it was honest to me. He was like. Um, like he's like his role was supposed to be just as small as uh, Ricky Smiley's role, yeah. but mm-hmm. you watching the movie, he was he like one of the biggest three, yeah. three, four roles in the whole movie. He, he, like, he, like, he, he wasn't. He was saying that you was out. You came on the show and said that it was your part that they made the part for you. But Ice Cube said he had him come out and audition. But uh, yeah, but then he said he 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 really he, thought he had like like he thought Ricky Smiley was gonna be first. He's yeah, like he's right, first it, interview. And, right, that's it. It's your part. You got it. Let me. I'm just gonna anybody else see what, what happens. Like I said, Cat was two hundred and one. Oh. So it was a whole lot of people. They yeah. trying to see who was funny for that for that part. I mean, it, it worked out for everybody. I mean, it's a it's a great movie at the end of the day. But um, he still got Bernice. 
Miss Bernice is funny, man. I'm just Bernice is not funny at all. Miss yeah, Bernice was funny, funny when we when we was in. When it first came, when he first came, yeah, Miss Bernice for thirty years. That's what that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I don't, man, I don't know Miss Bernice every week on on this radio show. Yeah, I don't watch, I don't listen to it. Shit ain't funny. But it used to, I know it used to be funny. Last I saw it. Oh yeah, backtrack. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just saying it you, was. You was at your picnic doing Miss Bernice? No, <laughs> manhood. <laughs> you lost it. <laughs> um, Cedric, man, Cedric. Uh, but then, like, like I said, like Cat mentioned, like they run a circle, man. So like, it's at the time, Sid, DL, and um, Steve Harvey, they the gatekeepers. So yeah, all that. So yeah, so it's it's easy that that Bricky smoking on everything because like they connected, they got they got TV shows, they doing st- um, they tour and everything like that. So yeah, like anything they do, they can go to to the Bricky. They got a young guy, he's pretty funny. Check him out. So that's why they yeah. was having to be the same thing all the time. Like yeah, hated for talking about that. I'm just gonna say it. I know it's unpopular, but what you think he posted? He's supposed to. Do? Yeah, I mean it's business. I'm mean, I'm gonna bring yeah. other guys up, but I mean he's supposed to. But nigga, also at the same time, when I see you doing it. And I want to, I'm, I'm supposed to, I'm supposed to knock it. Yeah, because I don't have that help. Why? If I'm trying to, if I'm trying to, if I can't break in, because you all have a chokehold on it, but I feel that I'm better at it, what am I, I'm supposed to let you do, you, and continue doing as what you, you're doing when it's, when it's stopping. If I don't, especially if I don't feel like you're particularly funny or good at, good at the shit, uh-huh. but you're, Whatever hold, whatever decisions you made to keep your spot here, and I've got, I see that other people are, I feel that other people are better suited for it, but I can't, do, nobody can do anything about it. What am I supposed to do? Just let you, let you keep rocking? Hey, I, I know, I think that's fair. I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I wasn't saying it like that. I think, like, one, in the, in the wise words of Macho Man Randy Savage, the cream always rises to the top. So if you're good, you're gonna, you're gonna get a chance, you're gonna get a shot. But I think, I mean, but it's it's disingenuous to act like uh, friends don't help other friends. Oh, yeah. That's you know what I'm saying? And, and 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 I don't think, I don't I don't hold to the conspiracy stuff like a artist is going to necessarily <coughs> control the whole industry. Because the industry set up to make money. So if they feel, if the industry, if an industry person or the industry itself feels like you can make money, you're going to get your chance to make money. You don't, you don't think that it's, it's certain... Groups of like artists that control the, the no. you don't. Who are they? Like <laughs> everybody talking about I this day. I don't. I think. I think. I, I think. Who sexually assaulted him? So I didn't know. I know. Yeah. 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 They, I think they may have. Like, there there, there, there may be some power. That, like okay, for instance, you, like you should be willing to say who they is. Like, Fifty <laughs> drop an album. Other artists may not. Elector may pull you back and say, "Man, ain't no sense of you. Ain't no sense of you coming off. Fifty coming off. So you get tight with that. Yeah, I'm gonna start calling myself Dave. Change my pronoun. I'm mad at it. Identifies Dave. Carrie Carrie Hilson. Carrie Hilson. Uh huh. Has she she kind of did the same thing. She came out and she told a story about being blackballed because there was a certain artist, Beyonce, that. She didn't rock out with, or they didn't get along with. It was some sort of interaction at, I guess, some sort of concert they had, and because of that, like she just kind of, you know, like I didn't, I didn't know she wrote as many songs as she she did. Yeah, she, yeah. So she got a lot of, she got a lot of, you know, residuals and things like that, and a lot of notoriety in the industry for writing songs. But as far as being a performer and putting out, you know, songs and stuff like that, she definitely came. 
and she got she basically got blackballed because she didn't play the game in a sense it was it was a support supposed like a you know kissing of the rear end that she didn't do and so there are I, I there, mean, there are a, a, a legitimate set of gatekeepers I don't think it's gonna be artists though I artists is just depend on how much power they got but that, that's but, my but, point but, 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 what but, artist is gonna have that if you tell me an exec who, if you who, tell me a Jay-Z uh, ran Def Jam well, he is exact, but I'm saying for a, a, a artist, just an artist, just another. There artist. are stories of him holding certain rappers back from being on, like getting samples cleared and getting, like you know, being. It was, it was certain. And I forgive my ignorance, but there was like certain artists that he was supposed to. Um, they were supposed to be on certain songs, and. He pulled a, he pulled a, he pulled like don't 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 put him on. Put you know, it in his opinion. Just like the, the, the Beyonce Carrie Hilson thing that you said. Like, if it's known that they don't get along, Beyonce really didn't even gotta say nothing. Because it's known. It's just known I'm that it, like like I'm not gonna risk losing doing business with Beyonce to mess with Carrie Hilson. Mm-hmm. Like but if, 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 if she put about money, it's about making money. She put the kibosh on her whole career. Hold on, hold on. But just, just think about this. What label is Beyonce on? I don't what? know what is it is. Columbia? Okay, so she on Columbia. If I'm another, if I'm MCA or whatever other record companies and labels are around, what I care if Beyonce don't fool with this girl? Because I can make money off So it. let's say Carrie, Carrie Hilson is on RCA or MCA Records. Whatever. Beyonce is on Columbia. Okay. And then Carrie's trying to get ready to drop an album. <laughs> Beyonce's people and all of this is hypothetical like we're going into you know details with this but let's you know Beyonce calls up you know or her representatives like hey don't put this artist out you know but it's like this artist is gives us a chance to make X amount of money on her release well what we'll do is who's your next up and coming artist that has the same amount of shine okay we got so you whoever think, so listen to what we'll, you're saying we'll have her do a feature with this person and then we'll make sure that this single gets pushed if you Quiet this artist and drop that project. It's happened. It's I don't happened. know about. It's that's happened. Like that's I'm saying, she don't even gotta. She don't gotta directly say quiet nothing. It's just you are who you are. Like it's a, like, it's a business transaction. I mean, it's a, not. It's a business deal. Like it happens. I don't think she would have to go out her way to say stop messing with Carrie. Oh, like it's just, that's, I, that's I just weird. That, that don't yeah, sound. Yeah. That don't sound economically sound in my. So so okay. Don't I know put out for your money maker. Don't put out fact. Don't put out your money maker. I'm just saying. Think about that. Don't put out. Don't put out a money maker who got the chance to to put out a platinum whatever, and tour and make all this kind of money. Don't don't put out her because she over here has a problem with it. Um, instead, put somebody else out, and I let her do a song with her. Yes, that's that, not the same amount that, of money, though. But, that, but that, that can only work is if it's repercussions. If if that person does business with Beyonce, too, that's what and I'm saying. Scared of messing up. There's okay. there there's an example because Beyonce money is bigger than the yeah. The, yeah. The, but then, that one feature that she's doing is bigger money, than right? and, and this the money man and music man, right? Okay. If if I'm an artist and I'm this artist is Columbia and this artist is signed over here to MCA, when they put that big single out, okay, that single got to pay this artist, that label, and then this, and then you get your cut of this over here. You, your artist gonna give you the whole cut. So financially, that don't even make sense. I don't. But I th- I don't know if the companies all go to one like like it's. it's and, and, and most of the stuff, the music they got all these little way. subsidiaries, but it all, I think it, 
Yeah, Curtis but, would but know, but I'm thinking all thing. cycle up but, to a few yeah, but big he, two, but three here's or something. Here's the other thing. Okay, Beyonce got a beef over here. Fine. She's still an artist. For her, to, she may have amazing connections and relationships with people. I mean, the relationships run the nation. We get that. You know what I'm saying? But, I mean... That's at the end of the day, that wouldn't be the artist's thing. That would be the people who they have a relationship with making that decision to say, you know what, I'm gonna ride with this person and sit on that person. So it still wouldn't be her. However, and I'm if, not knocking if her. If their budget is bigger, um, if yeah, of course, no, Beyonce's budget is bigger than Carrie Hilson. So whatever you do, every time you put a show out, or you go, you go on tour, you go to. Um, Say you do a show in Columbus. Well, I'm gonna do a show in Cleveland. Mm -hmm. So at, at the top, I'm cutting you off everywhere you go. I'm cutting you at the top because my mm -hmm. budget's bigger than you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's like being a lawyer. You gotta have a, a if, if my lawyer if my law firm is bigger than yours, I can tie your shit up so you get nothing. So you right, waste right, your money right, right. on your project, nothing getting done. So like if for the for the secretary record label, okay, well if if I put her out, they don't they don't they, they beef it. I put her out, they gonna cut her out. They gonna cut her cut her head off. She ain't making no money. We losing money off this person right now. So this, like, like you said, we can sit back, put the next person on a single Beyonce to push out. We'll make money and put her on like a, a chili, a chili circuit tour, and she'll make her shows that way. So it's, it's a, it's a dirty game at the bottom line, and the next dirty game. So you see, Jay Z do it or not, nigga. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. Every time you drop, I drop. Yeah, yeah, but, but it's, uh, Nas it's, got his fans. Jay got his fans. True, true. But, true. but when them albums drop on iTunes, you scroll through iTunes, you be like, "Oh, Nas got oh Jay got an album out too." Jay's albums is gonna get much more looks than Nas's albums. Like to you, who? To, not to me, not not, not, you know, not to anybody and here not for the most part. Not lately. Everybody's gonna go not to Spotify. Lately, brother? Everybody's gonna go to Spotify Ooh. and iTunes when Friday drops. Jay Z is as a rapper nowadays. It's been so long. It's been so long. Man, listen. It's been so long. <laughs> Nas, Nas will tell you on Instagram and on Twitter, I'm dropping an album on, um, on May 14th. Day, yeah. And then it's like, okay, now everybody looking for this new this new Nas album to drop on May 14th. Meanwhile, Jason behind the scene like, I, I got a secret project. He ain't saying nothing because he, he's not on social media and he's not doing anything to Beyonce. When, he when does he have, when the, when the last Jay-Z? Was it volume three? I'm just, no, 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 I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just but then now you you, you open Nas up your phone, you like go to your Spotify, records. you go to your iTunes, you like, you're looking for Nas and then next thing you know, you're like, hold on, Jay, you got an album right here and then it's like, you don't, you don't, that afternoon, night, morning, whatever, your intentions is to listen to that Nas album but then now you see a J album and it's like, okay, let me listen to this J album. No, because, it's happened because Nas has a fan base like me. But Nas does not have a, a fan base that is bigger. Than all right, James. and then so, no, all right, so like, like take, I, take I, the I'm with you. I, I'm, I'm, but I'm saying though, that, that's my whole point. So look, take the concert situation okay. in place. So like, if Jay Z was on tour, he'd be at the Rock and Roll Fieldhouse. Nas sure. is at House of Blues. No, well, Nas at. Um, the Blossom, 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 Born as this show, it was literally. Blossom did a good job, Blossom, man. But that was now. 
Yeah, that was 20 years. No, it was a couple months ago. I'm yeah. talking about me. That oh, yeah, was 20 okay. something years ago. It was. Did you have, who did you appreciate more, Nas or Jay at that time? I wasn't going to nobody's show, nigga. But I'm saying, just, I just happened to get a free ticket. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying, like, but who, did, who did you, was, was it any, was it either one of the two that you appreciated at the time more? Than no, hell, I had. Uh, UGK and OK. Yeah, that's it. I said between Jay and Nas. Man. UGK and OK. At this point, they don't hold their crap, bro. They both put on great shows. At that time, nigga, yeah, I didn't give a fuck. Jay got a lot of hits. So do not. I mean, they both do. They got, they got, they artists with solid fan base. That's my point. Even when Jay and Nas had had their beef, and Jay was over Def Jam, and Nas was on or whatever, and Nas was like signed to. To uh, uh, whatever whatever label Jay was the president, all that stuff on, man, because he was such a solid artist with a fan base, it, it, it's like what Cap was saying. Because I'm standing on my own, I'm a dog about this. I can be what I want to be, do what I want to do, and people are gonna again the Macho Man Randy Savage, the cream gonna rise to the top. People gonna rock with Nas. People gonna rock with Jay. People gonna rock with Carrie. People gonna rock with Beyonce. People gonna rock with Cat. People gonna rock with uh, Kevin Hart. It's, it, if you're good, you're good. If you're established, Carrie Hilson was established. She was established as a songwriter. So the, the break in with no fan base is kind of hard to do. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That, that's that's the, the the basic thing. Like yeah, Beyonce artist already she performed, she good. Carrie Hilson can rap for everybody, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, her 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 portfolio is great. But she changed this buzz on the scene and go for the top. You know what I'm saying? He gotta yeah. he got kind of his mountain. So you just can't say, Well, I wanna um release my shit with Beyonce. I like, know you gotta you gotta earn that right. You know what I'm saying? So like if you cri- you come in the cricket, I'm gonna shoot she you. Was gonna take, she was gonna take it. That's why I said, you know what? Sit this bitch down. Yes. I said, no. Because I see the power of her pen. She's a great writer. You know, she had to look. She was much, she's much younger than Beyonce. So, yeah, she. Very beautiful. Yeah, I'm going to take her. Take that shit, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's why I tell my artists, too. Like, um, when I put them on shows with, like, more established artists. You to take that? Yeah, take their fan base. Take their fan base. Like, you're, 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 you know, be humble and everything, go on there and perform. But, like, Make them regret booking you, you know, as a headliner. You know what I'm saying? Take their fan base. That's the number one guy I tell all my artists. Kill them. You, tell them, you told them be Bernie Mac? Yeah, I don't. All right. Let's, well, let's, sir, let's, see how, see how I brought that up? Yeah, I see that. <laughs> all right, then. Yeah. Curtis, Kevin Hart or Cat Williams, who you picking? Cat? Kevin Hart or Cat Williams, who you picking, doctor? And what? You like comedy? You had to pick one of the two, yeah. Kevin oh, Hart Kevin. man, I like Cat better, man. Kevin Hart or Cat Williams? Yeah. Cat Williams? Riley, Kevin Hart or Cat Williams? Who you picking? I'd probably go with Kevin Hart. Mm, okay. We ain't even going to ask you, nigga. Right. Okay, y'all ain't got to. Who you uh, take? Huh? Who you take? I'm taking Cat Williams. <laughs> man, the man got, oh, no. got Emmys. What he got? Huh? He got daytime Emmy awards. He put his own tours. I just, I think Kevin Hart's uh, funnier as far as like, like in movies and stuff like that. Okay. Okay. I, I, I like as far as like playing different. Well, not necessarily playing different I think roles. He's but silly. He's silly. Right. I don't know if he's funnier. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a that's a big difference. Jay, Kevin Hardy, Cat Williams. 
For my taste, cat. There you go. Uh, Almost would have been a clean sweep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kevin Hart is a little bit more. Uh, Kevin Hart funny to me still. Yeah. I think Cat more funny. Kevin Hart. It, it just oh, like, you, you, oh. If you go back in time with when that Kevin mm-hmm. Hart special came out with uh, "Sit with Your Chest" and all that. That shit wasn't funny. That, that was funny shit, to that me. That was hilarious. When that, when that came out, yeah. and uh, you know, that was hilarious. But like after his last couple runnings, and, and I watched both of their specials, man, Cat still has the capacity to make me laugh a little bit more. But I'm, I mean, neither one of them are as funny as. Let's keep in mind, though, Cat, Cat has been exposed in the industry for a while, though. This ain't, this ain't, this has been the first time he's had such a long chance to like. You know, like that that two hour talk. He talked about um, what's my man, Professor Ogilvy from uh, Monique in the in the in the in the in the ludicrous room. But he uh, and let me not make no implications because I ain't trying to get sued like Tasha K. But he he said it, we didn't. But he was bitter though, man. Like that was part of it, and he said it like. All these people talking about me, so <laughs> y'all <But> that's, know. That's <laughs> like, like, like he, he, like the last thing I heard about him big is when he got beat up by the little the teenager. Little yeah. Like, 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 so he got his own stuff, and, and he like people claim he on drugs. If they said he was on drugs, I I might have believed it. Like, I don't know, you know. So it's kind of like him being bitter. And kind of like defending himself, like I'm getting t- like everybody messing with me, so like here we go, like right, yeah, that's, the, that's, the, that's the one big takeaway, like nigga, I I haven't heard you come out and say shit. Okay, if you've known all this shit, but everybody, uh, people, I've heard people say how nigga's been over twenty years. Why are you bringing this shit up now? It's like nigga, I haven't said shit to nobody about nothing. You ain't ever heard me come out and say shit about you, but. Interviews all of a sudden. You, my name, my name yeah. is is said. I didn't say shit about you. I ain't said nigga. I didn't know the nigga did. I I didn't know nothing about no goddamn comedy you joke, nigga. Yeah. I barely remember. You, honestly, I barely remember you being on there because I think in '98 I didn't have cable to watch comedy view, so I didn't know shit about. It. So. Yeah, I, I, mean, I used to watch that watch for the most part by then. It was corny. It got started getting corny. Common View? But it's about an Common interviewer, was too. Common View corny after, like, yeah, month because, one. Because yeah. Shredder asked him jokes. But that's yeah. why I knew. That's why yeah. I back to left. Full circle. That's why the shit was, it was, nigga, let me show you how to fucking, uh, this shit is aimed at you, and I'm mad at you, too. So I'm, a fuck, I'm about to come on here Because you asked them a question too. about my and name. You, yeah, like, like, you put me in this bitch and they, and they dumb asses ran with it. I ain't saying shit and I ain't bothered y'all. I ain't, I, I, I'm doing my tours. Ain't no, I haven't heard or seen an interview with that nigga coming out and saying shit about man, one of them niggas. But I, you start looking like, damn, this nigga, everybody has been talking about this nigga. He ain't saying shit. Yeah. So now y'all gonna take this two and a half hours, you included, Shay, Shay, Shay. <laughs> uh, you gonna take this venom, and you gonna deal with it. Now you come out and say I'm bitter, petty, and all this other shit. Yeah. But nigga, I have been sitting here quietly doing my work. I, I can, you can say I'm, I'm bitter because I'm not a the superstar, and you can say it's for this, 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 and whatever fuck. But I am, I'm consistently working, not bothering nobody. True. Doing my shit. True. And I'm being um, from what, everything I've seen for the before, even before uh, this shit came out. You start to see 
the little shit he do, he he had been doing for comics. Comic do a good show. He sent a broad over with uh with some money to say hey, good, the broad to give him, give the comic some money and mm-hmm. say hey, good job. I saw that a few months ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that's little shit. And then it, it saw a movie. He did a movie with uh dude Jay Farrell about a old watched up comic that do movies that is no longer funny. And yeah. it may be it may be a lot of niggas tight about that movie. Is why they talking about the nigga, because he's doing a bunch of. I honestly think it is, because he's doing a bunch of movies. The, the movie is about a young up and coming, uh, comic, that, <laughs> and he's an established. Now he's an ex comic doing movies, and he's doing, some old bullshit ass movies. To help the comic. No, no. Get paid. Yeah, he's getting paid. He's living living lavishly off these movies, and the comic says something about him. So now he tries to shut down that nigga's career. Uh, he's pissing on him until he finally finally sits down to talk to the nigga, and at the end he finally helps the nigga out. But it may be somebody took some of these motherfuckers take this shit took that motherfucker the wrong way, yeah. or or took it to heart and. It could be all directed towards that nigga. Yeah. Or it could be directed towards him now they pissed off that he, he out here talking about him without fucking talking about him. So let me go out here and talk about this nigga before we get a chance yeah. to name drop me. But leave, if anybody got a uh, lesson to be taken out of this shit, leave that nigga alone. <laughs> Don't use that nigga name. Uh, if you do an interview about you, do that. Do that interview about you. But that's that what Sean do, though, man. He he always asked somebody gonna, about somebody else. Because like, he yeah, because he like, like, he brought, yeah. he brought and, Ludacris and Ludacris is a rapper. Like yeah, we need to start what, doing that. We need to start doing that. Get seventeen million uh, views in a in a in a in a, in a, in a four A's. You know, like hey. Nah, that's, that's. I mean, he told he told there was water a, right there. There was uh, a, there was a section on there where Cat was brutally honest, not the not the. Uh, Three thousand books a year, part, but there was a four three. Yeah, <laughs> four four one. I think everybody said but, well, he ran a four four yeah, but, at uh, that gym. But, yeah, basketball the, court the basketball is thirty feet and ain't forty yards. He say where he ran forty, and he say he ran forty. He didn't give a distance. He just said I ran a forty. He said four 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 three. I didn't say how far. He missed the part. He missed the words. The words. Yeah. He missed the part where he was honest when he said I got four obligations he said the first is to be funny you can stop it right there that tell you that was his mind comp that was everything that he was seeking to do right like I am going I'm always trying to be funny at all times that was it the whole the whole interview was was, was a free stand up special that got him 17 looks and he on tour right now yep yeah mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying I mean like but you know what though the, 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 he been on tour, but 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 here's the thing: he, he, he already done sold this one out. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, is that I think I think also like yes. other people, other people he name drop might get that Netflix special finally. We already like, said that. Like, yeah. like, he you put know, everybody other people, on. Yeah, he put a lot of people on. So I mean, like, look, at the end of the day, it's all entertainment, and and even if it is true, whatever, you still bought it. You still bought the ticket to that Kevin Hart movie. You still. You still uh, tuned in to Family Feud. You still tuned in to whatever it was they were selling. 
And like as a consumer, does that really change your consumer habit because you know or you or or you've been told like some insight, true or not, on on how these dudes operate. I don't think the average consumer is worried about that. Again, they want to be entertained. And and Cat Williams definitely did that this week. Yeah. Big time facts. He made a comment. <laughs> he made a comment about uh Jonathan Majors. Oh. Uh, oh. Man, that was br- I, oh. he, he said uh, <laughs> That ain't nothing new though. Everybody been saying that. He, oh. he was like, since when did women started finding big noses and 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 uh what do you say uh big noses and like uh big wide lower jaws uh attractive he was like that's my daddy it was like you find my daddy attractive <laughs> your mama ah, yeah. that's, yeah. Yeah. Ah, like that's what he was saying like he was like women started to find it he said that he was like so he was like so y'all find my daddy attractive um, and he's what he said. He told me, he told me, good. God bless you for, for being got him, for got, him, got him half a sentence. Yeah, <laughs> he's like you the same slave. <laughs> like it was, man. It was the the amount of strays that he was like, the, the amount of clips that he was changing during that interview was just that video. Ungodly, that video of homeboy running was was interesting. That's all. <laughs> I was like, that was interesting. Yeah. Like, yeah, Shane was kind of serving him up, so it was like... <laughs> I can't believe this 15-year-old man was sprinting. Yeah, he was... He was too. Gotta be. Yeah. Gotta be. Yeah, we are age. He, he gotta be 50. Yeah, he gotta be. Yeah, gotta be. Yeah, so that's still good move. He was doing Comic View in 98, 90, 95. Oh, I thought you were talking about Major. Jonathan Major. No, oh, no, 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 no. No. Um... Making good, 42, 43. Yeah. Well, we all men on age. You know. Miss Good. You alright? I'll be alright. You'll be alright? I'll be alright. Um, see how the, the venom you have for Carrie Hilson, nigga. I see how hard you went for Moving along, man. Um, down in Atlanta. She, she, she free? Ain't nothing down in Atlanta for me. Well, that's the first time I heard a heterosexual black man feel like, oh, ain't nothing down Atlanta for me. Uh, a lot down there for you. A lot down there for you. What, from your business trip, you saw a lot down there? I ain't seen nothing in Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> nothing in Atlanta. <laughs> what I heard. <laughs> what I heard. <laughs> <laughs> I personally see nothing in Atlanta. Never going to Atlanta. <laughs> like, it's a great town. Great town full of full of, wild, full of chicken and waffles. Nigga <laughs> can't eat a peach no more. And not made no eye contact with nobody. Um, I'm gonna I'm I'm ask this question before before, before, before before we go into this. Um, we had a conversation in our group chat. That kind of spiraled out of uh, the whole Cat Williams situation, and 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 well, well, okay, let's let's not go there just yet. Let's let's reel it back in. He was talking about the men wearing dresses in Hollywood. He was talking about you know Ricky Smiley, you know, of course wearing dresses. Curtis alluded to it many times about you know the selling of your soul and you know what have you. And uh, that was the first I saw it. Then like the internet caught hold to it, uh, where it's like a video of uh, 
Dave Chappelle early on in his career dressed up as a woman doing a Howard Stern skit. Really? Yeah, like lipstick on, bamboo earrings, and kind of like a halter top or whatever. Yeah, so yeah. even the people you yeah. think didn't do it, a lot of them even. Yeah, did. it's like except it's, the ones who come out and say like they yeah. tried to do it and I ain't do yeah. it. Like, um, no, he did the um, Robin Hood Men of Taste. Robin Hood Men of Taste there too. That's yeah. right, he did do that. Um, ben. It was hilarious. You 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 had a you had a comment when you were saying like, way. you had a comment, doctor, where you were saying that we put too much we, we give it too much attention for black men in Hollywood to wear dresses, even though the the white counterparts do it all the time. I mean, I think you know. I mean, it's 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 Hollywood. Like it's the job is to entertain, and there are people who find. Uh, Guys putting on a dress is funny. And then there are people who find it as revolting, repulsive, and, and whatever the case may be. I mean, there are people who find a person getting hit with a pie in the face is funny. And there, uh, and there are people who, who think that that's stupid. So, I mean, but if your job is to entertain and make people laugh, and you get a check for that, I mean, if that doesn't offend your sense of morality and who you are and who you need to be, then, you know, woody woo. I mean, and I, I, I think some of, in our community, some of the vitriol and pushback is because, well, I mean, we are uh, homophobic, by and large. We, I mean, we just are, you know, um, and, and have been. And, and you can see, like, the line of, of demarcation along generational ages of, of, of who that is more uh, offensive to versus who is not. And so, uh, I mean, you know, it is what it is. That's, that's, just, that's just what it is. That's that's all. I mean, that's all I really had to say. Uh, Pop Master Hub. What? I don't. I don't. I don't like it because of uh, my only issue with it. It's not enough. This is fucked up. It's fucked up. And it's not the homophobia. It's just the uh, this is just strong male. Uh, <laughs> The examples. That's all. I mean, it's been it's been too much, uh, especially in our lifetime. I've seen too much demasculate, or I don't even know if that's the correct term. Emasculation. But, yeah, but men, uh, <coughs> men getting pushed out out of shit, and then you you push the narrative. You put a man in the dress, and that becomes the the popular thing to do, or the popular, and that becomes it's become big, and it's. I've never seen, well, I've, I'm related to a transvestite, no problem, but I've never seen a, a straight man put on a dress to do, to entertain anybody. Like, it's, it's not, it's just not what I, and to, it's not funny, it's not entertaining. I, I, I mean, it, it ain't funny to you, yeah, I, but I think some people think, especially from like somebody that's really masculine, like ha 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 ha, he got on a dress is funny. Like that, that ain't funny to me, but yeah. I get some people might think it's like, enough women to play that role. But but sometimes like that's funny, the humor though. of it. Like okay, I'm thinking like Steve so, Urkel when he was his cousin. Like, murder, murder, murder. Yeah, I mean, like that was on on purpose, intentional. Yeah, but but I think I think some of the, some of it is like okay, like so you look at like uh, uh, Jamie Foxx, 
right, playing Wanda. Wanda. Yeah. Steve Urkel. They're they're Larry Johnson, Grandma Ma. <laughs> that 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 one was that one I was I'm not gonna throw that one in there. Okay. Because those the the other characters that those people were playing, right? Eddie Murphy playing, you know, the, the clumps and all that stuff. Like they're comedians, so it's funny because it's they're comedians and trying they're trying to be funny with it. They're acting. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're just. You know what I mean, it's a, it's a character. But to put somebody like all Larry Johnson in the in a dress, the biggest, strongest nigga in the NBA. Like that's that's I think that's the part where it's like, come on, man. Like at the time, size, like right. but, but but putting on a dress. And doing the sexual act is two different things. Yeah. Very much so. I'm going like this. Some of our other icons that wore dresses that we didn't think about. Uh, Red and Meth and Ha Ha. They was dressed as nuns at the at the Halloween party. It's slapstick funny though. It's look. I think I think we gotta. I think we gotta also think about this out of the out of the. Matrix of being, you know, alpha heterosexual black males. I think, like, because that is one sect of the American experience or societal experience in which we live in, but, you know, even smaller sect when you think about the human experience, right? So I think we're thinking of it as in, in our collective trauma of which our masculinity has been attacked as a way of control, as a way of, as a way of, Thank you know, as a, as a, my, my premise, uh, as a, as, as a result of, as a result of, you know, racism, yeah, oppression, all these kind of things, right? Um, but outside of our community, they don't live, they never live that experience, and that experience is not something that they, that they readily think about. When they when they see these things, what they're thinking about is slapstick comedy. What they also are thinking about is that they live in a in a in a uh, society in which machismo and 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 patriarchy is sort of held up as like sort of one of the ultimate symbols, right? <clears throat> and so to see somebody who is um, like a Larry Johnson, you know, being Grandma Ma. Or, or you know, uh, Mrs. Doubtfire or whatever, or something like that. Seeing a man, somebody who was, who was definitely at the, at the apex of the hegemony of, of how society works, is about to look that up. Is now is now being like is now saying <laughs> oh, I'm putting on this dress and I'm gonna act like this. To them, that's like, that's like, oh, that is hilarious because like we know. <laughs> We know it's not really like that, right? And so now it's it's funny. So so again, I mean, it's not something I I I personally think is like oh hilarious. Like me seeing Medea or me seeing Grandma Ma never made me think like oh my goodness, I want to buy Converse's and go watch this movie. That never worked for me. But there are plenty of people. You wanted them LJ Converse's though, bro. With the React Juice, they didn't have to. They didn't have to sell me. You know what? I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna tell. Keep it 100. Why I think Jay bought personally, Carmelo's instead. Like personally, no. <laughs> I bought them Kevin Johnson's. Right. No, <laughs> I bought them Kevin no. Johnson's. Uh, those regulators of LA Gears at Value City back in the day, and that's why I got them. But like that's but but like like uh, the issue was is that I don't think 
I don't think it was about sexuality at all with with Larry Johnson. No. I think it was about that this young um six foot seven, six foot eight, two hundred uh thirty pound plus dude who is who is being marketed by the NBA as somebody who is a man's man and yep. ain't nobody to be messed with. However, also played at UNLV at a time in which like a squad. in which George oh these dudes wore red. Right, and they wore these shoes. They wore they wore haircuts that were deemed. They wore ball fades, which were again like we we uh, we coming of that we came of age in that. But if you go ask some dudes ten years younger wearing a ball fade, and being at a corporate entity like playing in the Final Four, was something that was provocative, right? So for Converse to sell these shoes, they might have put him in a dress in order to in order to humanize him actually to people they were trying to sell shoes to. Their to. Fan base. You know, like so I think we gotta look at this as a bigger thing. I think again, like what Ant said, there's a very big difference between like um, you know, sexuality and, you know, comedy and marketing and all these kind of things. Not saying that that's my thing, but but it don't mean it's a day thing either. Though. Yeah, yeah, I definitely think that you know, like I think there's a lot of there's a lot of different things at play that are outside of the, uh, that are they're playing well outside of masculinity, uh, or the you know manhood issues in which again we have collective trauma as black men from. Curtis. Hmm. Man, I, I think it's levels to it, man. Cause I like. What Roddy said about um, Eddie Murphy playing um, all the characters in the clumps, like that was art. But seeing a and orbit, and in orbit too. That mean and that shit. That's probably <laughs> one of my favorite. That shit funny. <clears throat> but like seeing a six eight black dude in a dress with a bodysuit on, boxing on titties as Medea, that shit ain't funny. So like it, it, it's your preference was was funny. I can't told you you can't play a man if you wanted to. That's what he said. Yeah, he did say that. You know what I'm saying? What's true? He's a bad actor. Matthias is the only character. That's all he got. Mm-hmm. That's but, why he retired that motherfucker. No, that's back. why it came back because, mm-hmm. you know, my money getting low. So, Madea <laughs> was able to able to help Tyler Perry finance that um, black-owned movie theater in Atlanta. But also, who was Madea's, who was Madea's big uh, fan base? Church. Black women. Church people. Church black people. women. Started with church. <clears throat> I would think black women, black church, church. Oh, yeah. all this kind of stuff. And I think I think it's more so on the church crowd. That, that's his. Yeah. This, 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 this is my this is my lane. My people that's untapped market. Yeah. So I know. <clears throat> so he was in them plays. It was plays. It's plays. So that's that's the black thing. Black church, black plays, untapped market. No, the white people that understand it. So I'm gonna jump in this lane. That I know if I can um, if I got the black church, I can tour around across the country. And they will they gonna support me because homosexual. It's cool. I mean, it used the, to be funny. Huh? Those plays were funny. When he first came out, there was nothing in that realm of church entertainment that was rocking with Madea and Tyler Perry. And him. It was off the hook funny. I can't even cap. It was off the hook funny. When he first started, the issue was, I think, for him, my my rub with Tyler Perry is that he never grew. Like, yeah, exactly. like and, and, and not just past the Madea, but... Even as, a, as an artist, he as an artist, his yeah. artistry, the the shots are still bad, the stories are still mm-hmm. predictable. It's almost I feel at this point he just like I'm gonna put my name on trash and give it to y'all and y'all gonna love it because my name is on. Mm-hmm. True, you know. And, 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 See, but there are people who love it, so you know he he, he made like 17 movies and like 12 of the scripts was the same. 
just they don't, don't think interchangeable characters. Yeah, I mean, he got a formula. People love it. Whoop de whoop. Just not me. The 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 uh, easily influenced black women in the church loves it. You know what I'm saying? So like they already see that action in the church. You know, it's accepted there. It's yeah. a safe spot. Yeah. Um, which is fine, you know what I'm saying? Nothing wrong with it, but I tell is a dude made a billion dollars, he came a, a billionaire off of one character. I mean, I can't, uh, I, I mean, it was sounds like good business. Yeah, I mean, it's I it's untapped lane. If if I I I wouldn't call it one character though. I but think the that gatekeeper was like, people love people with Oprah and yeah. Oprah, the gatekeepers and but, they, 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 they planted him in there. It's, but it's just, bigger than that, man. Y- just, y'all can't, you got, you can't just, you can't, you can't just like <clears throat> take away what he did that was good. And I, and I'm not even a fan of. I'm saying, dude, is what he did is good. I mean, he made, he made billions of doing it. He made, he made, he made his, he made his name and his money off of those church plays. He was the biggest thing in church plays. He was bigger than Mama I Wanna Sing and all. I mean, he 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 murked the industry. That was a real play. Yeah, yeah. 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 The beauty <laughs> shop. I'm saying. He, 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 he murdered <laughs> that whole scene. <laughs> selling it out. He made his money. He made his name. Selling tapes. Selling DVDs. DVD, selling, yeah. He was on VHS. He was on VHS, DVD, now Blu-ray. Yeah, he was he was a whole industry well, in and of himself. Yes. And then he moved into the next realm of making some movies. TV and, and movies. And, 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 and people <laughs> and ain't got no Where his money from? <laughs> Bro, he put, I think he put his first one on himself. He he had, he had put some bread up. He had to make the relationship. Oh, he had to make the connection to get that. that, that. Well, I don't know. I, I <laughs> would have been. But here, here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. I think I think the broader the broader discussion about Tyler Perry and Medea. I think can't be lost to this, right? Like, we have our definition of what black male masculinity looks like and what overall masculinity looks like. Obviously, to uh, the black women, especially black women in church, that definition was more malleable than anything that, that, you know, the brothers at the barbershop may actually think of. And those are maybe the same people that are our mothers, sisters, Significant others, you know, um, you know, children, siblings, whatever, right? And so I think like what he did prove is that there isn't a singular definition of it, even amongst you know the saved and sanctified. And truth, it was it was a saved and sanctified going to see the play, or was it going to see the the real man that Tyler Perry cast in his uh, movies in plays? And oh, because he had the buff dudes yeah. in there and all that. The sisters were going that, to see that. that right. Yeah, but... I didn't get that. But here, here, I got a question. It's another question. This is another question. Because <laughs> what, what, what you just said, like... And, and this is this the thing, though. Is, is a person no longer a real man or a masculine man because of who their body is attracted to? Is your manhood tied to only sleeping with women? Wait, what? 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 Th- that's what I'm asking. I mean, you heard it. It wasn't. Uh, Can you repeat Chinese. that. Repeat that. Is, the, is your manhood and masculinity oh. only uh, tied to? Uh, is it disqualified if you're attracted to men? Is your manhood and masculinity disqualified and counts? So here's the question: What makes a man like a pussy? Uh, it's chicks that do that. 
ジェネレーションでもうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそう
What, but, but what, what if, you what if you're not attracted, right? And you you doing time for a crime, and someone is breaking that goalpost back, boy. We push that goal like you go. I'm saying, I mean, but these these are all questions. Bottom line is, if if you find attractiveness in another being that is supposed to represent you, it knocks you down a notch from being from from masculinity and manhood. In the book of Huff. Okay. I I would say. I would say, and, I, and this this is my this is my issue. I'll ride that one alone. Yeah, yeah, you know what? You know what? I mean, I, I I think we have to have more conversations like no, this. No. I I say, and I'm gonna tell you why. Because there are kids who hang up and unalive themselves every day around these issues. There are families who estrange themselves from other family members around these issues, and I I deal with that. That gets dumped in my lap. I, I see people who are going through the pains of mental health because their families can't accept how their body is wired. And the theological thing for me is, I had to ask the question, but who wires bodies? Who, who, who wires bodies? It is, it is literally response to stimulus. It's response, a response to these injections that you in, injected in these babies and these oh, kids and these oh, that you put in what studies have you sat down and done conducted or read so in the same way have you studied anything to counter that yes yes okay speak on it speak on it when you sit here we can go on the CDC we can go on the CDC website we can go to a local university website the government school the government okay alright bro the government gives you your driver's license the government gives you the government gives you the the government gives you your mortgage. What they so, got to do about so no, no, I'm saying, I'm saying that you, no, 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 that ain't got nothing to do with that. No, it's all government back. It's all government. The government is saying okay, what's so going to happen. Okay, so if you want to get into that, yes. Right, right, right. 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 no, no. If I get pulled over and I give and I give the officer my driver's license to show that I'm a valid driver. From the government gave you that okay. validation. And then the, the same government, <laughs> the same government that mandated medicine that helped kill my mother and my father. Bro, your dad was 96. No, but he was taking that medicine. He was actually 92. But oh, the same medicines we, that they made that. Bro, if we so, we no, we no, no, bro, we'll be high-fiving. We'll be high-fiving. You're not winning that one with me, because that's a personal one. We're not winning that one. First of all, y'all going way off the topic. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Hold on, hold on, hold on. My topic is not saying that what he's doing. What I am saying is like, we got to base that rightness on two things. 
our own lived experience, and then what we actually have to deal with. Can the government what, not do no wrong? Hold on, oh, I think the government does a lot of wrong. Okay, all right. I think government does a lot of wrong. What were you asking about manhood or masculinity? No, I, What's the definition? Yeah, yeah, yeah that was that was my example. No, so, I'm mad at I even yeah, we, go, we, go, we, go, <laughs> we go back to that. So, so well, hold on. So, What's the oh, he brought up rape. What's the definition? No, but I I was getting at the 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 manly man. It was a valid point though. It was a valid point though. What's the definition? For me, man, I know the mm. Western definition of whatever term. Is there a Western for definition, definition of it? Because yeah, your, 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 your definition is, yeah, he's, he's looking it up. We just said everything is subjective. I, different I don't strokes, think there is one. Folks. Some motherfuckers he, like Pepsi, some he, like Coke. He's looking uh, it up. So you can say your definition of manhood masculinity is this. Different strokes, shit. different strokes for different folks, huh? Literally, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I'm, 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 the, I'm, I'm good with that. I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm, I'm saying, I think because we live in community with other people, we, 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 we should have these conversations and allow ourselves well, to hear what everybody's saying. I'm lost because I don't even know how the fuck they is lost because I don't know. <laughs> they don't know how. <laughs> We got it. With the fine manhood. They was, uh, it's they still trying to come up. Still coming up. Yeah, the state or period of being a man rather than a child, boys in the process of growing to manhood. Men especially, no, I'm sorry, qualities traditionally associated with men such as courage, strength, and sexual potency. The condition of being a human being, qualities associated with being a man, manliness, condition of being an adult male as distinguished from a child. So okay. it don't say so, shit about so, the sexual about the that's sexual. That's what I'm practice. saying. And it says sexual potency. That's and I, I would push back against that because we got a few more years, a few more rising sons of the sun. And even right now, we all middle aged. We don't want to say it, but it's true. That's another power topic. That testosterone is going mm-hmm. down, brother. Yeah, you can take all that you want to, but it's gonna come a day. Well, you're going to be like, uh, uh... Give me some of them blue diamonds. You know. Bless <laughs> <laughs> some man, though. We need the blue diamonds. According to these... So here's my no, thing. No, it's sexual, sexual potency on here. So here. Don't say how I get the no, potency. No, no, no. Just no. say I got the potency. Okay. So I got that blue diamond. Nigga, I'm and I know a girl named Keisha in Atlanta who, 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 who went to a store and bought her sexual potency. She straps it on. So... Uh, now, according to them definitions. No, here, here, here's my re- thing. They had another reason you ain't giving me to go to Atlanta. Here's my. <laughs> I was just bringing it back. For no, I'm just telling you. Um, no, 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 I don't think she interested in you. Yeah. Here, here's my thing. Here's I, my be, I ain't gonna be nowhere near the fight. Let me be true. Let me meet you in the middle. Let me meet you in the middle. I agree, Huck, that there can be outside influences that can impact our sexual practices and perhaps even the ways in which we come to find, accept Mm -hmm. our sexual identity and live into it. So I agree with you in that regard. Um, But but I think, and even now that we looked up the definition, I'm going back, I'm I'm standing on business like T.I. son. (laughs) Um, Manhood is about character. And and, I mean, period. It's about character. It's what distinguishes, distinguishes you be, be, between being a child and being an adult, it's about character. So, so my my thing again is, we put I feel a lot more weight on who a person beds rather than their character when we talk about manhood. But so can and a kid that be is, a man? Can a kid can become a man? But if a kid is doing qualities associated, if with a kid man, is doing all of that. Qualities as a kid associated with men would not be a man. Well, I mean, like if you could say that, like how many how many women 
in our community have had to become men. No, I can't give nah, it. Nah, we're not doing that. No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like, I'm just no, saying. Do like, that. again, don't do that. again, I don't necessarily. Now, I'm, I'm only saying that is, this. Man, I'm not saying. I'm not necessarily saying that. I'm not necessarily. I, I agree with that in the class definition of, of, of manhood. But at the end of the day, um, what he is talking about is character. And at the end of, at the, end of the day, some some people that we know, some people that we love. Aunts, uncles, what I mean, uncles and aunts and I've never dealt with this. Siblings have dealt with this. Like you know, somebody could be um could say I'm manly and I lay down, and I produce this kid, but I'm not gonna. And then that's I'm it. not gonna do the things associated to help maintain this child's life and to hold up my part of the bargain, whatever it is, socially, economically, emotionally, whatever. Right? I think that all matters and. And so we we have seen, and again, I don't agree with this. I don't agree with, you know, Father's Day becoming this sort of, you know, non <clears throat> non male father kind of a <laughs> of of a celebration. But there are a lot of women who have to play those roles, and they ain't necessarily signed up for that. And then the same, and, and, and again, this gets down to this too. We'll have, we'll have, and I'm not again. I'm not. I'm not passing judgment. I'm just saying these things are happening. It's, conf, it's a conflated thing. It's, it's nuanced. It's not. It's not as cut. Yes. Yeah, I wish it was black and white, but I just don't think it is. That's all I'm saying. I, I, I wish it was. A woman but, being in a household by herself, raising kids, cannot exhibit qualities of a mother and a father. She is a mother. Period. Who is doing? Like, who is doing things the father? Should she do. is doing she's things. She's a single mother. She's a single mother. Okay, you can call if, that. If what you if, want she's, to, if she's she's teaching, <laughs> if she's teaching her son how to tie shoes, if she's teaching her son how to tie a tie, if she's teaching her son how to iron his shirt, if she's teaching her son how to open up a door for a woman, she's being a mother teaching her child. That's, that's not necessarily uh, saying a hundred percent. I want you on that. So I you on being, that. but also doing. But but my thing is like, what happens to the other side of the equation that you had? Which one? Which part? The, 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 the male father role there is it's not there. Whether whether he was there or whether he or whether he the male figure is absent or whether from he came, that equation or whether he is came he still around. A man? No, he's still a man by 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 most definitions is he, is of he a man. He less man than her. What? She's not even a man. What you mean? She's a mother providing for her, her child. Yeah, what are you talking about? Like she, she's less of a man. She, she less man than him. I'm doubling down on it. She less man than him. I mean, he less man than her. Because she's exhibiting character, courage, whatever. You run down all of those definitions. She's doing that in his absence. But she's how about, still a woman and a mother. How about, I'm, not, I'm not disagreeing. So she so can't be both. How about masculinity? Mr. Go ahead, read that definition up. Let's go. Qualities or attributes regarded as characteristic of really man or boys. I really want to get up. Handsome, muscled, and driven. He's a prime example of masculinity. Hold on, hold on. They used masculinity as a defi- in the definition <laughs> of masculinity. No, 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 no. No, they use it in a sentence. In a sentence. <laughs> None of us could have turned that paper. Listen to what he's saying. He's saying, he's saying that you, he's you just know, using it in a sentence. After, after, okay, they, after, after the definition, yeah, that was the This is Google. Take it out with them, man. No, but you know, but watch this. This came from the chat, too. This came from the chat, too. And I think we had this space now. We had this space now. All of us. Failed that paper. Yeah. We, like, we, had, we had this space. Now this came from the chat too. 
Now, who gets to define what those things are? And to what end are they defining it? And to what objective and what's their aim, what's their ends, and why? Who's giving us these definitions? A better question is why Why have the definition changed since it was originally nah. talked to Oh, 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 oh. I don't, I, I don't think that definition was never the same. Since throughout, throughout, throughout human history, through human history, but okay, let's just keep it. Let's just keep it. The last hundred years, I think the definition has changed because technology has changed, society has changed, all these kind of things have changed, right? So, and I and I can I can experience this, and I say this through experience only because like I know for a fact that forty years ago, you know, when we were all born, you know, the father. Being as involved as many of us are Ooh. with changing Ooh. diapers, nope. with 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 making bottles, with just the daily family stuff was not something that was considered manly, masculine, or even correct or normal. No, nah. it wasn't. Jeez. Now, now that very much is seen as essential to having a functioning home. It's doing a lot of it's, it's helping out a lot of them things. I'm not saying I'm not saying like all of a sudden you become the one expressing milk, but I'm definitely out. definitely helping putting that putting that milk up in the in the uh, in the freezer and making sure it helping get unthawed and and picking up getting kids on the bus off the bus all this kind of stuff again those definitions change no, no it wasn't called, it's called responsibility well, now it wasn't manly back then, it wasn't back, manly responsibility it, it wasn't manly responsibility when we was born no. i can tell you that much no. now no. and ask any of our mamas that no. and they'll tell you yeah. that was yeah. not the case no. <laughs> no. my mom worked second shift exception that was a, that was exception though. Absolutely. My father was retired. But no, but your dad, that's, that's exception. exception. That's real. That's, that's exception. Your father, your father, your father had you. My father, my father was retired. My mother was retired. But your dad had you a different stage of life. I'm talking about like I'm talking about when your daddy had you at 21. How before we got to get there? But still, it was 40 years ago. You said 40 years ago. Okay. Let's let let's stick with that. All right. But 40 years ago, my father was retired. My mother worked. Okay. He was at home, and he cooked. And he another, made the same. Another exception. But that's exception. Another exception. That's what, but that would have been called that would have been called abnormal. Yeah, what's normal? That would have been called abnormal. What's in bro? the bell curve? So let's take it, let's take it another generation. Our grandparents. Go back sixty years. That, that just absolutely yeah. wouldn't have happened. Like it just wouldn't have happened. You were allowed to hit your woman back then. Legit. <laughs> Touch him up. 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 You touch him up a little bit. Touch him up. Touch him up a little bit. Like, like now, now that's called a felony. Like, like touching up is a felony. Yeah. You so I, again, I think family. that. But I think that definition. Bro, but, but you think about it. Touching up was never. I met a. I met a. Touching up was never a definitive example of being a man, though. That was never a definitive example of being a man. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. It was laws. It was laws on the books that said the rule of thumb. As long as you hit your wife with a in, in New England states, if you hit your wife with a with a stick that was wasn't as wide wider than your thumb, it was legal. But the woman knew not to call and fuck up the show. <laughs> bro, because the law protects her. I'm talking about even. <laughs> that's bro, why. Even, uh, you talk about the generation. It's just showing ago, how we change, man. The generation, the woman wouldn't call. To, and H- fuck to up. Huck's point about changing, it's just showing how we change. Yeah, we've been changing. Like when that, you, that definition you have to changes. Be, you have to be 21 in the states to be a man enough to buy alcohol. All you got to do is sell out past uh, Florida a couple hundred feet, uh, and you in international waters and. 
you are now a man old enough to drink at 18, 17, 16, whatever it is. Oh, but when our daddies became, when our daddies turned 18, the drinking age when our daddies turned 18 was 18. Yeah. So I'm just saying, I'm just, I'm I'm pointing out to to, about how these things. When your daddies turned 18, it might have been 14. You know, you might have been going there and go get a, go get a Sazerac ride real quick. Make your own beer. For your eighth grade graduation. Go for your own shit. Toss them back. My pops would make a cigarette to the field. Toss them back. Straight up. He was like, he's fucking his own tobacco uh, <laughs> At 16, like, here's a gun, go shoot the Germans. Yeah, right. <laughs> Literally, he was. He was over in Nazi Germany at 16. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's like, different, bro. So, so this, this, these, these notions of manhood, just, they change. That, that, I mean, I think that's an easy point. The bottom line is pussy. Pussy's key. So you you equate? I mean, listen at this though, just logic. I'm about to go use my guy. Your whole concept of manhood is defined in, in a woman. No, sexual relations. That's less manly. Sexual relations. Uh, I mean, but like, okay. with the woman. All right, I'm, 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 I mean, that mean like that mean like any twelve year old to get an early growth spurt can all of a sudden become like no. Cause all those stuff off the internet. Or any it's child that's raped by a woman, he's Bro, a man. Like I, I mean, I remember it's being, a, a I remember course. being twenty. I remember even being twenty, twenty-one, and still having my mother having to call me to remind me to pay my cell phone bill. Like and I could have, I could have legally had kids. I could have legally bought drinks. I could have legally went to the what's wrong that? All mean, that kind so of stuff, right? It didn't make me a man. No, I couldn't take care of like if a kid none of those can, responsibilities. If a, if a kid can, you had to. You had support. You had support to do it. No, I would have needed. I would have needed. I would have needed support. I would have needed other people to come in and step in for parts I couldn't do. Or maybe you would have figured it out. Exactly. Maybe you would have. So, like, my father told me when I was, um, I was like still seventeen. I had, you know, I had my my little apartment in the basement, thing. (laughs) Apartment, apartment in in who basement? My father's. It wasn't for me, dog. You know, it's mine. But look, I had a girl down, and he came down and said, if you're pregnant, you know, you can't go to college. You got to take care of that baby. I so in my mind, I, I had would, that conversation. Right. So in my mind, so I'm not ready for that responsibility. So, like, I'm going to, you know, protect, uh, protect us. That's some manly shit, you know? Protect me. I, I, think that's, I, think that's a, I think that's a decision you made as an individual looking out for your own future and what's the best interest of your life. Man. Is that a manly decision? Yes or no? That was a manly deed. As that, a seventeen-year-old, don't, that don't necessarily mean you was looking out for the best to, interests of, to, to of the people around you. Scholarship. That's all I'm saying. I'm not looking about the best interests people around me. Yes, it is. I said I avoid doing that. Avoid doing that. I said if I had if I had a kid at seventeen years old, I'm damn sure my my mother would, would stepped up and help me with that kid. Her I'm, mother stepped I'm, up to help the kid. I'm hundred percent. sure All mothers would help with that kid. Yeah, I'm hundred percent sure of that too. But there ain't nothing we would have wanted to die. Exactly. So I made I made a wise man decision to, to avoid that. <laughs> nah, I mean nah, bro. We all daddies. Wow, we all daddies, man. Like the man wow, decision, man. the man decision that you 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 send to make like Ooh. is when you like start buying houses, cars. When you start when you start taking when you start investing certain money, when you start taking certain jobs, don't take certain jobs based on the people you got that you are that you are responsible to. Yeah. That seems that that that's when I that's when I felt like manhood. Like when I started thinking like, all right, I gotta live here, I gotta be in a certain place and provide this because other people are dependent on me. <clears throat> That's part of the sauce. Yeah, absolutely. Like, like at absolutely. 17, 18, not getting somebody pregnant was like, I don't want to have to deal with this. <laughs> like, that's a very different. So, that's a very different 
calculus. I'm sure we're all lucky enough to not be in that situation, but if it happened, you wasn't going to college, you had to get a job, take care of your family. Yeah, right? yeah, I wasn't. Knowing your father, knowing your father, yeah, I've been in a steel mill. Exactly. Period. If that was me, my ass been working at Lincoln Electric at 18 years old. Yeah. For, and probably just retiring now. 30 years. No, no, you wouldn't. You wouldn't be retired because you've been spending so much money out in them younger years. You've been just trying to catch up now. Like, so you wouldn't have been retired. You would have been like, whatever. But I would have been a factory. Yeah. I've been a factory. Yeah. Brother. So, like, the decision made, had been made, well, I got to take care of my responsibility as a 17 year old. Finish high school, doing that factory. But again, like, I don't know if any of that got necessarily to do with, like, a classic definition of manhood and, and, and really has anything to do with sexuality. I think the biggest problem, man, is that over the, over the years, unfortunately, <clears throat> we've, it, it, it's, it's, we have allowed the definition of the things that we've been taught and told to be questioned and then become skewed. And now everything is coming into question. Now that's a conversation. That's yeah. called growth, yeah. though. So that's not necessarily growth. It's called more so confusion more than anything. Nah. Nah. Because when you start questioning the validity of a lot of things that are what they are, like now it's like, you know, call they, it epistemology. Okay, it could be. It could be, it could be, <laughs> it could be a growth. Like when you sit there, you had a conversation. Like, okay, yeah, you know, for a number of years we've always been told that <clears throat> the world was round, and then now you get some people that start to believe that the world is flat. You know, they start questioning, you know, like the bending of water. They start, you know, questioning, you know, fisheye lenses that's in space, all sorts of things like that. Yes, it, it does exhibit growth when you start thinking outside the box and you start questioning certain things. But when you start looking at, like, all of us men sitting here in this room, now the very definition of how we're defined as men is becoming under question. Now you got women who... Because they are, and shout out to all the single mothers, but you got single mothers who raising however many kids at home trying to assume the role of mom and dad. No, don't, no. You, you are not, you, you, you do not celebrate, you have, you have one day in May, you don't get another day in June. Yes, we celebrate you year round because you, you have given life, you've pushed life up out of you. You, essentially, you, you give a lot more as far as sacrifices go. You have to produce, you know, uh, food out of your body to nurture us. So yeah, we gonna hats off to you. All the kudos in the world. But at the same time, let's let's not start getting into this whole where okay, well, you know, what's a man defined as, and you know, it's listen. It, it's nah. a sliding scale, and because it ain't, it's a sliding scale. It ain't. I think it's 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 different based on culture. I think it's different based on. Class, I think it's different. I think it's different based <clears throat> on. I think it's different based <laughs> on. I think it's. I think it's different based on uh, need. We broke right? And passport, bro. And and because of that, <laughs> I think like us even trying to find it. <laughs> I think us even trying to find it does a disservice, right? Does it does it injustice? But but the bigger Talk thing that the bigger thing that I always I always stand on on is that like we had these conversations about masculinity and and you know like the role of men and all these kind of things and like what makes you more manly and if you sleep with a dude is you less manly and all these kind of things. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, all the What's things that really impact how men could be men, quote unquote, What's is first? being decided. While everybody's arguing about this whole thing about like this 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 opaque idea of manliness, 
Meanwhile, all the other stuff is going on. All right. Meanwhile, all the other money is given out. All the other, all the other, all the other public policy or or uh, just decisions about where where jobs are going to move and all these kind of things. I mean, the biggest impact on working men that came about in the last month, for real, for real, in America, is the decision of one of the largest U.S. steel companies to sell itself to a Japanese company yeah, yeah. and not sell itself. And if you a man in Cleveland, you should have been rooting and demanding and should be calling your congressman and demanding that company get sold to Cleveland Cliffs is rooted here so you can get those jobs. But like we ain't even thinking about that because well, we talking about yeah, we I talking that's, about like who, but that's different, who, man. Like, like no, but I think I think I think no, no, it's not politics. It's a, I think I think the smoke screen that we always talk about in our chat is like the real conspiracy is happening right in front of you. Yeah, but that's not what we talk about. Like these things we talk about, like because this don't matter. He talking about like it's we 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 theorize about. Who's challenging and changing manhood? And he's saying the real conspiracy is this over here. Because how I mean, men are being challenged and how our tradition. What's the real purpose of a man and a woman? To procreate. Companionship. And what's the but what's the purpose of the man? Like that's the, that's the like you can get into all the other shit. Because if, because if, he's, if he's sterile and she's sterile, then I mean this like I'm not about to sit here and say he's not a man because. Because his, his inside is fucked up. What I'm saying is, what the fuck is the purpose of the man? Are you a man, just because you can't have a kid, are you still doing the other shit? I'm not going to... That's a narrow way to define it, but I hear what you're saying. I, and I, and, and, and but to push this, back this against is, this that is, and say, when we get older, we can't do that. No, no, no I'm not... I I see, but you, that was an assumption. You just made an ass out of you and me. No, I, I just made By saying that I was slim. It was a slim definition. <laughs> Of some way of defining when I said all the other shit. As you he said, what's the purpose of a man? A man and a woman. Being together, right? No. See, that, that was the assumption you made. The man, the purpose of the man is to provide, protect. Security. Uh, all of that shit. The, the, if you can procreate, by all means, I hope you can. Okay. But are you, and when you procreate, are you willing to take care of that procreation? Are you willing to take care of that woman? If you want to have multiple women, can you t- protect, provide, and all that shit for multiple women? Okay. Are you able to do that shit? If you if you just out here doing this shit for for fun, that's not really. If you're turning on a woman just to play with her, that's not really manly. If you're turning a woman on and and inciting her love or getting her feelings in to make sure she loves you or gives you some pussy, that's not really love. That's not really manly. But are you? But these are. If you want to go into the nuances, or yeah. am I willing to take care of my responsibility? Now you have to ask when you get into all the other shit, the, the sexuality and all the other shit. Fuck it. If that's what you into, that's what you into. <laughs> Who the fuck am I to tell you what the fuck you can and can't be into? Not me. It's not my bag, but fuck it. If that's what you into, are you take care, provide, protect? But then again, how you define who's <laughs> <laughs> who needs to protect it? <laughs> but, but who's doing who's doing that shit? You go into all the all the all the See, but I, and I and I think part part of that part, what you're saying is, um, I think that's part of the issue with kind of what Napoleon was saying as far as like the woman doing some of that stuff. But then that's the problem because now they are feeling like they are right manly, and I don't. Like, the worst shit I've ever heard is I don't need a man. Mm. I don't like to hear. I don't yeah. like to hear that. Yeah. But again, this is this this your that was your choice. You chose to have this baby by this nigga. 
So told, because because of your choice, you have yeah, you to assume that the other yeah, roles. This is your fault. You knew the nigga. Was I think we all in adulthood make some kind of choices where assuming, nigga, you know, hoping, hoping for the best and preparing for the worst. Well, that's not really that's not really an adult decision if you're hoping for the best <clears> of <throat> that decision. Because if this nigga told you, I, told you and showed you that wasn't shit, and I ain't gonna be here. <laughs> if you had that baby. Don't come around and say, hey, don't say that nigga ain't shit because he told you, showed you I didn't want this baby. Uh, don't come around and say I'm a man now or I need to be, I'm a man because I'm, I'm taking care of my my responsibility as a woman because I made that choice and I'm accepting the responsibility. I've, I have to accept the responsibility of the choice I made as a woman. Yeah. You decided this shit. <clears throat> the man told you, hey, I don't want, he told you, don't have that baby. He told you I'm not gonna be around with that baby. He showed you I'm gonna fuck other bitches. So now don't get mad that that nigga is doing X, Y, and Z. What he told you, he might not be a man. He not might not be manly. He might, but he told he was man enough to tell you and show you you was dumb enough to keep doing but and do it anyway. And now you're blaming that man for being the man that he told you he was gonna be. I. So I, don't come tell me you a, I should consider you a man or what you don't say this is manly. I'm I'm mother and father. You you a yeah, you ain't you won't get nothing for Father's Day. <laughs> but in the micro, in the, I, I I get where you're coming from in the microeconomic view of a relationship. I'm not even getting it. of a right. No, I'm not talking. About, I'm talking about like in the microeconomic um, uh, micro versus macro. The micro of like the relationship that you may have with that person. And you get into that person, and you know y'all make decisions, and you decide how far to go into this based <coughs> on the information you have. I get that. I think the argument we were having was in a macro understanding of like what makes a man. Everything is. I think is even well, deeper. Well, other things. I think that's into the discussion. I think that's deeper than so relationship that's what we though. Now. But also, if you look back through, not just Black American history. Or just American history through human history, women have played roles that have functioned in protection, that have functioned in leadership, that have functioned in decision making, that have functioned in all kind of things that we would consider manly in a in a in a in a mainstream pop cultural understanding. Yeah, but you can say the same thing about men too. So it's like you True. can't really. So Throw that in we, there. Because we can say the same thing, like, how come we decide to narrow it down and separate it at this point? And, and we just talked about in our own lives how that scale has slid. Right? And so what so I'm saying I, is to, that... To me, if, if, if that's sliding the scale either way, then you don't use it. Okay, then then the, then the idea is then how do we have a def how do we have a singular how do we have a how do we have a thought that there's a singular definition for it? Or a it wasn't a, it wasn't nothing was singular. It was it was about three well, or four things said, that was said. Qualities, said, characteristics, the whole nine. Yeah, and then and then and then at the end and then if you were to say the same thing about a woman, it would be three or four things that are said. And then you, if you start mixing, if you feel like you have to mix and match some of that stuff, then you got to throw that. One of those parts out that mix and match. And to use your own words against you, like yesterday when you were saying, it's nothing simple. It's not, it's, I, you can't, yeah, you can't I'm with you on that. You That's all I'm simple. saying. That's all I'm saying. Like there's a nuance, and there, and and we can't, and we can't make this simplistic. Only because I think the the more we make it simplistic, the more we sort of play into the. Um, but at some point, you have to draw a line. An oppression of everybody. We got to. Or we gotta else there is no definition. Exactly. Like at at some point, you have to draw a line and say, okay. <clears throat> 
this. And then if we if you go past that, then you can't you gotta omit that. You start skewing the definition. That, and that's that's all I'm saying because once once you start talking about shit sliding and, and men can do this and women can do this and that don't make you a man and that don't make you a woman, then you can't use that. But what's to say that a woman can't do the same thing that a man can do and that a man can't do the same thing that a woman can do? Well, you said they, they can do so, it, but so, they but so, they not. So, they but, not so you can't use that for a definition of, of, I, I, man, I, I, of a man or a woman. I, I, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that because to me, I think it's a matter of character, and I think it's a matter of what you want, what you gonna call yourself. So if 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 if, if a sister is a, is a woman or or a person is saying I'm a woman, but and I and I and I exude the character. But you giving me my you giving me my definition, white man. Please let me define myself. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If, if, if a person identifies as I am a woman, they exude the character that 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 is uh, commissioned with being a woman. I'm not finna be sitting here arguing with you and telling you you ain't no woman. I am with you though on on, on somewhere there are some some lines of demarcation because we don't live in islands of and to ourselves. Yeah, we live well, in a culture and a society. And somebody has a womb and somebody don't. There's a, you know so yeah there are there are physical and, and there are trans folks who would say like absolutely not. And I'm not here to argue with them either. I'm, I'm not. I'm I'm beyond that. I don't. I, I mean that. There are others who do and will and, and all that stuff. And they and they own that that's their own thing. Then they can't be thing. defined as a man or a woman. Then they that's ain't not, in the they ain't my, in it. Like the same the same thing we just talked and about. If this if this shit starts sliding, you saying well I yeah, identify yeah, as this, yeah, I identify yeah. as that. Then you not a man or a woman, which is what they say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like this. <laughs> this is my thing. No, some of them say they are though. Yeah, some say. I'm not going to argue with you about what you are. That's what I'm saying. This my thing. To me, this one it becomes problematic. When, when, when we are, when we, whatever, however you define, and whatever, and all of that. But at the end of the day, whatever a person is, and, and however and whomever they choose to be, from from my vantage point, we have the obligation and and the moral uh, obligation to treat them as a child of God. Period. Whether they, whatever gender, uh, gender role, whatever, whatever. That's just that's a, that's just my prerogative. Well, we we got we got some more we got some more to talk about, but we are gonna wrap this up. So thank you from all of the men here at uh, Nice and the Round Table Podcast. We thank y'all for listening, and we'll talk to y'all soon. Yeah, call in my bladder. Shit was cool. I got money. They got matter. Suck there, stuck there. Need a ladder. Ever see me alone getting at her? You know I use the kitchen fork to mix the batter. Throw it on the digit scale, I need the data. You ain't having it your way, what's the matter? $5,000 bills, threw it at her. Met her at the blue flame, that was back in 96. Hershey in the booth, yeah, you know he like the mix. Her folks in Alabama used to hit us with the bricks. Had your boy looking like he playing for the Knicks. Only nigga working in the middle of the drought. Money flowing like I'm in the middle of the spout. Got 20 of them now, said she 20 minutes out. Said, baby, where you were? I said, I never had it. Nothing. I got nothing to prove. I got nothing. I got nothing.